1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 294, Get Rich with Good Old-Fashioned Hard Work, part one, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And hello again, everybody. I am Dan, your host and narrator here on the show. And uh, I'm actually in New York City this week. I'm recording on the road. So if you hear some street noise or anything like that, just consider it a bonus feature of uh, Optimal Finance Daily for the next few episodes. And before we get into today's post, if you want to help keep this podcast running, come by oldpodcast.com slash support. We have a number of ways listed there that you can help, both financially and otherwise. I'll give you one more reminder about that at the end of the show. But for now, let's hear from MMM as we optimize your life. Get rich with good old-fashioned hard work, part one, by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. In a recent article, I shared my enthusiasm for some of the confidence and hacking the system approaches covered in the Tim Ferriss book. In the reader comments that followed, there was lots of agreement, but also some Tim bashing, suggesting that he advocates taking unethical shortcuts and shunning real work. They had a good point, and it has reminded me to write this article today on a topic I have long wanted to cover, working really hard. Sometimes on this blog, you'll hear me celebrating the idea of leisure. In the very first post, I talked about hanging out at home on a sunny Thursday morning while everyone else is at work, sweeping a few leaves off the driveway in my pajamas. Other times I'll talk about kicking back with a deluxe home-brewed beer, or catching giant fish and snowboarding in exotic locations. It would be easy for an impressionable youth to see these decadent displays and latch onto them as the end goal. How can I take a shortcut to what Mr. Money Mustache has, they would say. I want that end result, and I'm willing to do any sneaky hacks I need to to get it. So today, I'm going to have to shatter the illusion I have built up about my easy life. But don't worry, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a piece of even better news. You too can have the lifestyle of your dreams. And to get it, you will need to do an absolute load of insanely intense, ball-busting work. And here's the best part. The insane work will bring you just as much happiness as the leisure time. So, you get to achieve whatever you want, and you get to work really hard for it. Isn't that great news? Despite the fact that I sometimes talk about not working... I've actually grown to really love hard work, but it was only in the last few years that I realized this. Ever since I hit first grade and was fortunate enough to be placed in the top reading group, I've been hooked into hard work. Not realizing there was any other option in school than to get all A's on the report card, I naturally did whatever amount of stupid busy work and coloring, repetitive addition and subtraction, and putting up with irrational rules to get the perfect grades. Growing up through high school, I attended all the classes and did the necessary ass-busting to get the grades that would grant me university admission and eventually graduation. At the time, I thought I was enduring a wasteful hardship, but really there was something else going on in the background. On the side of all this schoolwork, I signed myself up for a second line of work in the pursuit of cash. With frugal parents that didn't believe in giving their kids a free ride, I was forced to work for any money I wanted for myself. Starting at age 10, I cut the grass and washed cars. At age 12, I started working on their old Victorian house, stripping old paint from the massive front porch and doing other projects which culminated into building my own bedroom in the attic at age 15. Looking back, I now realize the paint was surely lead-based paint. Nowadays, we don't let our kids play with that stuff and we make painters wear plastic spacesuits and ventilators just to handle it. Ah, the naive ways of the 1980s. I later advanced to a cushy minimum wage job pumping about 4,000 gallons of gas into rusty old Chevrolet caprices every day then moved up to a less busy gas station, then a hardware store, then a convenience store, then engineering jobs between school terms, even over the Christmas holidays once, then full-time engineering work, including many weekends and evenings, then even the construction and blog typing work I'm doing to this day. There have been many times during this history of work where I have thought that I had it pretty hard, when I had to spend entire days on the university campus in the dead of a freezing winter, trudging through the snow with inadequate food and non-waterproof boots, from the 8.30 a.m. calculus class to the 9.30 a.m. chemistry class, on and on right through to the 8 p.m. physics midterm exam, all while being surrounded by a class of engineering students with far too many nerdy and quiet dudes who never made jokes and far too few beautiful girls. That was pretty tough. Whenever I'm upside down with my head and one scratched and filthy arm stuffed into a floor cavity, holding a grinder, which is spinning a masonry blade, cutting off old nails and plaster so I can remove a wall or a ceiling, and the whole scene is a dark din of Vietnam-style dust, sparks, and shouted expletives, I sometimes think that work can get a little unpleasant as well. But as I've gotten older and made the connection between the hard work and the results, and the constant learning and deep base of happiness it seems to provide in ever-increasing quantities, I've come to realize something I wish I could go back and tell myself at age 15. Every single second of hard work you perform in your life will come back and benefit you many times over for the rest of your life in often unexpected ways. In other words, no hard work is ever wasted. It sounds ridiculous, but I find it to be ridiculous how often this proves to be true. To be continued.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/ofd. That's M O N A R C H M O N E Y.com/ofd for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: You just listened to part 1 of the post titled Get Rich With Good old-fashioned hard work by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I'm going to wrap up this post for you in tomorrow's episode. And I'm going to keep this ending short today. But just real quick, if you want to help keep this podcast up and running, it would be a huge help if you could come by oldpodcast.com slash support and uh, take a look around there. We've got a little list of ways that you can help us out, both financially and in other ways, too. And anything listed there would be greatly appreciated. So that's going to do it for this Thursday edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. And I'm going to see you in the Friday show tomorrow with the rest of this post. That's where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more